Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. October 27, 2020, the fire, the whistleblower edition. And we begin with that story. The Attorney General of Texas has fired a second whistleblower who accused him of public corruption. The, um, this is illegal under uh, a state of Texas law, which says that government employees who report in writing misconduct are protected from retaliation. However, the criminally corrupt Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton is not to be dismayed, and he went ahead and fired the second whistleblower. Obviously, this makes uh, Paxton look even more culpable uh, that he would break the law to fire not one but two whistleblowers uh, for uh, bringing the truth out. Um, but what can you say from uh, someone who's been under indictment their entire time while they've been the attorney general of the great state of Texas? So uh, Texans wonder why uh, everyone laughs at us and we're the second most hated state when your attorney general is so corrupt that he violates state law. Well, that's one of the reasons. Uh, next up from The Dig, Francine McKenna takes a deep dive into the Goldman Sachs uh, financial um, earnings announcement on October 22. Um, it is uh, their quarterly earnings. The uh, 10Q has not been released, so we don't have that. But she considers the amounts of money reported by Goldman uh, as profits um, she noted that the um, uh, S, uh, firm was taking a uh, additional $250 million reserve to pay their uh, overall fine and penalty. So, uh, as always, great stuff from Francine McKenna. Uh, next up, from the Wall Street Journal, fewer companies are receiving notices of potential civil enforcement actions from the SEC, the so-called Wells notices. Um, GE uh, what's received the most recent one back in September over its accounting for reserves related to insurance business, but uh, many companies uh, are not receiving them. Uh, however, that does not kept that has not kept companies from uh, engaging in a discussion with the SEC, and apparently there's an equally robust pre-Wells process that has become the norm where companies uh, meet with the SEC, uh, sometimes after self-disclosure, sometimes not, but trying to demonstrate to the SEC why charges, um, civil uh, charges should not be brought against them. So uh, although the formal process is perhaps less than uh, uh, might be optimal, uh, there is an informal process which uh, apparently is working for everyone and indeed is robust. And finally, from uh, the Bloomberg editorial board, a very interesting op-ed piece around the 1MDB case. And what the Bloomberg op-ed piece says is that uh, the DOJ should go after individuals uh, more because they believe that that would hold or hold uh, individuals account- holding them accountable would be the best way to drive the uh, behavior of uh, doing business in compliance and ethically, that if senior management is going to be 
uh, held accountable, that they'll actually uh, put the right tone at the top. So very interesting to see Bloomberg uh, come out with a uh, op-ed on this piece. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.